0: Welcome back to Mystical Jesus, Episode 5. In today's episode, we're going to be looking at another one of the famous I AM statements from Jesus, which comes from the Gospel of John, Chapter 11, the story of Jesus raising Lazarus from the dead. And there's one important backdrop to set before we get into the story, which will help us to better understand the mystical implications of Christ's statement. One of the most central beliefs that the first century Jews had was in what was called the resurrection. The belief that at the end of days, all good Orthodox Jews will have their physical bodies resurrected from the grave to meet their spirits in the air to be perfected so that they can then join God in heaven for eternity. In many ways, the resurrection was sort of like the ancient Jewish version of the rapture. It was an essential part of the faith. To be a Jew was to believe in the resurrection of the dead. And this is also why giving someone a proper burial was such an important custom in those times. Because they believed that the physical body of that person would literally rise out of the grave and float up into heaven one day. And so Jesus uses this idea to warn the Jews in Matthew chapter 18, verse 8, where he says, If your hand causes you to sin, cut it off. Better to enter the kingdom of heaven maimed than having both hands and be thrown into the fires of Gehenna. Gehenna was the city garbage dump of Jerusalem where they would throw the bodies of criminals and thieves to be burned. This was the ultimate punishment for a Jew because it meant that your physical body will not take part in the resurrection at the last day which also implies that you don't get to spend eternity in heaven with God. So the burning of the body was sort of the ultimate disgrace and dishonorable fate for a Jew, because to them it symbolized that your soul has been wiped out of the universe. So we can see that Jesus was always speaking the Jews' language with them and using their beliefs and understandings about God to do what's called a role reversal—a flipping of the script on a traditional belief, such as the resurrection, and using it to point them to a much deeper transcendent understanding of eternal truth. So what does this Jewish belief in the resurrection really speak of? It speaks clearly of man's obsession and identification with the body. I am the body, is the ego's religion, which is why the belief that you are a body is the central idea upon which all monotheistic religions are built. And so the Jews believed that whatever happens to the body happens to me, because I am the body. So it makes sense that if we're going to spend eternity in heaven with our God, it's going to have to be our physical bodies that do it. So naturally. God's going to have to resurrect him at some point. And so in John chapter 11, Jesus, as he so often did, flips this belief on its head to point those listening to the transcendent dimension within them. The story begins with Jesus hearing about the death of his beloved friend Lazarus and meeting Martha at the tomb. In verse 21, Martha says to Jesus, Lord, if you had been here, my brother would not have died. But even now I know that whatever you ask of God, God will give you. Jesus said to her, Your brother will rise again. Martha said to him, I know that he will rise again in the resurrection at the last day. Jesus said to her, I am the resurrection and the life. He who believes in me, though he may die, he shall live. And whoever lives and believes in me shall never die. Do you believe this? By claiming to be the resurrection that the Jews believed in, Jesus was essentially claiming, I am that which unites the soul with God. As we have said in this series, Jesus was never speaking as an ego, but as the Christ principle itself. The Christ is consciousness and consciousness announces itself as the feeling, I am. I am and consciousness are synonymous. Whenever Jesus told people to believe in him, he was never advocating that people should confess his human persona as Lord. In fact, Jesus said that most people who call him Lord would not enter the kingdom of heaven. To believe in me is an invitation to participate in the Christ mind which is to know yourself, as I am." This vision of oneself is called Christ Consciousness, which the Apostle Paul describes perfectly in Philippians chapter 2, verse 5 through 6. Let this same mind be in you, which was in Christ Jesus, who, being in the form of God, did not think it robbery to be equal with God. This is also what Jesus was pointing to whenever he said, If you want to enter the Kingdom of Heaven, you must be born again. To enter the Kingdom of Heaven which dwells within you, Christ instructed that you must first die to your former concept of self. You cannot access the Kingdom of Heaven as a body, only as pure consciousness. So to be resurrected or born again, is to no longer see yourself and the world through the body's eyes. To have your concept of self be completely reborn as pure consciousness, the Christ light, and in doing so, to gain total transcendence over physical death. So if the self-realized man, Jesus, knew himself not as a body or a person, but as the pure eternal knowledge, I am, then he was speaking as that knowledge and not as a body. What Christ was saying is, I am is the resurrection and the life. Whoever believes I am, though the body may die, he shall live. The resurrection is the discovery of the I am and results in the total transcendence over the ego. The fear of death is the consequence of the I am the body belief and seeing that his listeners were so concerned over Lazarus' physical body Jesus used this opportunity to point them to a deeper realization that whoever achieves the I AM state will never experience death because only a body dies, but you can be resurrected right now through realization of the I AM state. So, as we can see, using the traditional belief in the resurrection Jesus makes a role reversal to demonstrate that the point of spiritual life in God is not the physical body, but the light beyond the body. That eternal spark of awareness, the Christ mind, the I am state. And this is also the mystical meaning behind the term, the son of God. Consciousness is God's only begotten son, Born into the world sinless, free, and innocent. No sinner guilt has ever touched it or ever could. It remains always aloof, self shining as pure light, the seed of knowledge and the ever present witness of the world. And discovering this state, this dimension within himself, Jesus spoke from and as this dimension. Consciousness does not belong to the body. The body belongs to consciousness. The body is a vehicle for consciousness to experience itself. So it is divine in its own right, but it is the form, not the essence. So imagine what it must have been like to have been Jesus, likely the only person in all of first century Israel, to be fully self-realized as pure consciousness, while everyone Jesus ever met was still stuck in body consciousness. How do you point people to such an amazing, immense realization to cause them to question everything they knew about who they are and who God is? It simply cannot be done with words. It can only be demonstrated. And this is the reason that Jesus always spoke as the I Am. He spoke from the state of oneness, the universal Christ, the light of consciousness within all living things. And to radiate that pure light into the world is the only way to awaken it in others. It cannot be taught through concepts alone because all concepts have to pass through the gatekeeper of the conscious mind where the ego will quickly grab them and distort them or throw them away but what is taught through emanation and embodiment cannot be denied and so christ understood that it must be demonstrated by someone that if i realize it then i become the way for you to realize it This is the symbol behind the crucifixion and the resurrection. It represents that the death of body consciousness is the resurrection of God consciousness. Where one falls, the other arises to take its place. The true meaning of the resurrection is that the potential to be raised up with Christ, to become Christ, lives within all of us and it is our destiny. So whether or not the physical body of Jesus was literally resurrected from the dead and floated up into the clouds or not is irrelevant, because Jesus was never the body to begin with. Jesus the man may have been nailed to a cross, but the Christ was never crucified. And each and every time that anyone transcends body consciousness, the Christ is resurrected again, the transcendent reality which shines as the knowledge I am. And to know this is to be resurrected from the grave of body consciousness and into eternal life.